Hello everybody, it's Dreadful Talk Time, it's that time of the week, this is episode 23, um, have a really interesting, unique guest for you guys this week, going to really like it, uh, I'll introduce him here in a second when he joins up with me, but um, I'll take this brief second to just introduce the sponsor, it is Zach Brown, Zach Brown can help you with real estate, property insurance, and life insurance, one man, three things he can help you with, seems efficient to me, um, you can reach him at 405-255-7867. Zach Brown. He can help you with real estate, property insurance, life insurance, man. Guy, man, you hit him up. You can get it done regardless of what you need in those fields. Um, Great guy to work with. He's going to make you feel comfortable, not some stuffy businessman. But, yeah, you can reach him at 405-255-7867. All right, and let's get our this week's guest on here. Oh fuck. Hmm. This is so strange. It says unable to join. Cooper, um, I see you're watching for some reason. Um it says unable to join. Um I, I wanna confirm that you are watching from a phone. Um, I believe that's going to be critical here. Um, maybe you can request to join in. I don't know. Whenever I go to request you, it says unable to join. Literally 23 episodes in, I've never seen that. Um, so, yeah, but um, it's all good. We'll, we'll let him um, try to figure this out. All right, let's try this real quick. Hey, my God. What up, dude? Sorry, hold on. Oh, no, it's all good, bro. bro. I was like, I tried to I tried to throw it on the surface just to see if it would work. Uh, and yeah. then it, it didn't work, so. No, no, for days. sure, bro. That, 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 man, Instagram is so, like, phone-focused, like, and, like, it just, uh, yeah, it, it really is kind of annoying. I, I'm not going to do it this way necessarily forever, but it's like – Right now, I got like almost a thousand Instagram followers and only like almost a hundred YouTube subscribers. So it just seems like I, I might as well play to the audience that I have. You know what I mean? No, but, totally um, makes sense. Use your platform yeah. for what you have, like all your followers and shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, brother. But yeah, like I said I appreciate you being able to join me. Um, for those watching or listening on another platform, um, this week's guest is my good friend Cooper Terrell. Um, really interesting kind of angle on the cat. Uh, cannabis industry had no pun intended on the angle but a uh, cannabis photographer here um and, and and i'm sure you do more than just that i'll let you kind of introduce yourself but yeah my, my good buddy cooper terrell everybody what up all right yeah thanks dom for having me on uh yeah man I think I, this I, is actually my first podcast experience well welcome man i'm glad i'm glad you know uh the first time's always special as they say and uh <laughs> But, uh, man, yeah, so I'm just, like I said, so everybody watching, me and Tara, we went to school together. We grew up in the same hometown, Norman, Oklahoma, and um, it's just it's just so crazy. I wanted to talk to this man because when we were growing up, like, weed might as well have been meth or heroin. Like, dead ass, like, people's doors got kicked in over, like, a half ounce. Like, like it's – Yes, it, sir. It was, it was no fucking game. Like, I, people may think I'm trying to over-exaggerate. Like, it was no fucking game at all. And so for those that don't know, I left Oklahoma in 2016, moved out here to the Bay Area. I'm in San Jose, California now. 
And like I said, when I left, like weed, like might as well have been meth. Like, like as far as like getting in trouble for it, as far as like how hard the police searched for it and cracked down on it. Like it went, and I feel like it went zero to a hundred real quick. Cause the next thing I know, I'm seeing dispensaries and shit. So, so like I said, I, I, I kind of want to just kind of get in to like, just, it seemed like a rapid overnight change, but maybe that's just because I'm out here removed from it. But you were there for the process. Like, mm-hmm. how, how did Oklahoma go from being like the strictest state, you can go to jail for a gram, to you have a job as a cannabis photographer a few short years later? That's a, that's a really good question, honestly. Oklahoma, is, it's really an interesting situation with the way that their legislation worked. They, uh, Oklahoma is like one of the most progressive medical cannabis industries in the entire country, if not the most progressive. There's like barely any regulations. So you have like uh, dispensaries every single block. I think now uh, we're working, we're soon to, well, we were in talks with working with somebody out in California and they were talking about how they uh, were trying to figure out where to do business with their cannabis industry. And they were looking up dispensaries and they found that Oklahoma had like the second most dispensaries behind California already which is just nuts it's only been legal for like two years yeah yeah I mean a lot of people trying to get in on the crash grab it makes sense but Mm -hmm. it kind of seems unsustainable like some of those are bound to go under it's just the the nature of how business works right absolutely absolutely you'll see we sat unfortunately you see a lot of the the mom and pop shops, like honestly not doing too hot. You have a lot of those companies that come in. You have to have like, you have the majority shareholder has to be from Oklahoma for your company. But like you have still a lot of outside people who come in and fund or like teach people how to do certain processes and stuff like that. And you see a lot of those mom and pop shops, honestly, just aren't, aren't doing too hot. There was like, it was, it's still, I would say like the wild west here. Like it's insane. Like when it comes to, people selling like product that's not from Oklahoma or like hot cartridges or anything like that concentrates with like any type of garbage in it. Yeah. That's the downside. Right. So, so out here in Cali, I, I kind of moved out here. Um, I moved out here right when it went wreck. Like it went wreck like a few months after me moving here. Um, Mm -hmm. so I got to witness that transition and, um, everybody kind of here so out here everybody kind of harkens back to the medical days and a lot of people don't like the recreational for a few different Mm -hmm. reasons um so it went from being kind of under-regulated as you kind of described to now it's like over-regulated and the taxes are through the roof like i think right Mm -hmm. now in san jose um the taxes are like close to 33 percent you're pretty much paying a third of whatever your 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 subtotal is in taxes Mm -hmm. There's like three step. There's like the state tax, the the just normal sales tax, and then there's like an additional cannabis tax. So it ends up being like yeah, like thirty three percent taxes. So that's yeah, yeah. But on the back in the medical days, they didn't have all those taxes because it was medical, right? And, and um, do they not have a medical market at all in California? Is it strictly just rec? No, they do. But I mean, it's probably shrunk by like ninety percent. Like like so. So, and, and that's what I'm kind of getting into. Like, another thing that the medical, like, um, restrict, uh, the, the recreational restricted was, like, the, the milligrams available in edibles. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, now, if you go to a recreational dispensary here in Cali, the most you can buy in one package is um, 100 milligrams. Yeah, right, right, right. Same with, yeah, same with Colorado. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so, uh, but, but back in the medical days, I mean, they had, like, 1,000 milligram bars of death and shit like that. And, right. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of people miss that shit. Um 
But yeah, so they still have medical here and it's cheaper and you can get like stronger stuff. But just most people just don't bother with it because, like, let's be real, like, a lot of medical patients are just, like, people that like, want some legal weed. So it's, like, right. once it went recreational, a lot of people didn't renew their cards and shit. Right. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I should. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's kind of the weird thing. I kind of, like, I mean, I agree to an extent with certain taxing. Like, I mean, hell, rec market, they definitely need to tax the people who are who are using cannabis. But, like, if we're talking like strictly medical like there's absolutely no reason that patients should be paying out uh, extravagant amounts for their medicine definitely but that's definitely. yeah 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 like here there's like medical only like deliveries that you can get like hundred dollar fire ass ounces but like that same ounce at a wreck is going to be like probably like 250 or whatever right you know what right I mean? right right but yeah i don't know if you got anything man Feel free i do to, um, blaze it i do actually i got, I got my bong right next to me Dude, yeah, it's crazy stuff going on here. Honestly, no yeah, yeah, with all this shit, it's it's a it's a weird weird industry. You have a lot of people who are taking advantage of other people, and you have a lot of people who just are like like you said, the cash grab. Like a lot of people just came in, like made their money, and then got out. Like before, because now we're starting to see more regulations in Oklahoma with whether it be like every now we're seeing like products recalled, not like frequently, but more frequently. So wow. there's definitely more oversight than there <coughs> yeah. has been. Well, and that's the good part like... of regulation, right? Uh, and I mm-hmm. kind of got off topic. But that's kind of so like, yeah, as while some people view it as too much, but it, it, there's like zero hot cartridges in the California market. You know what I mean? It, Which is impossible. great. It's that's impossible. Like good. the last, I used to work at a dispensary and I got to like, what, before we even accept the product, we have to like view the lab standards. And, like, every box of shit we got had, like, the lab test results in it. And mm-hmm. if, we, if we didn't have the lab test results, we weren't allowed to accept the product, like, even if right. it was fine and packaged yep. and all that. So, like, like I, that's, I guess, the upside is, like, you can when, – when you're buying something in a highly regulated market, you can 100% have confidence that it's safe and, 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 you know, reputable and quality. For sure. And that's, like, really important, especially when you do – when you are, like, a patient because, hell, like – yeah. There's a there's just recently because like you said I take I take I do so like my my company like I started I founded this company it's called the Medicated Okies we're on all social media too so you can give a follow but yeah, uh, yeah, give them a follow I love that but name, also, by the way brother thank you thank you yeah I was I was pretty happy with that <laughs> um, but we start I I started I founded it back in 2018 like right at the end of the year when I got my medical card because it's it's actually a silly story the entire reason I got into this besides being a, a smoker in general, but uh, my mom got her medical card before I did. And oh, wow. uh, she was, yeah, right. And she's not, she's not, really, <coughs> she doesn't really smoke, but she'll yeah. like, she like uses topicals and like patches and stuff to help yeah. with pain and sleep and stuff like that. But I, uh, she was like, she went in this dispensary and they totally upsold her on like a bunch of product that she didn't need. They were like, like pushing like garbage and my mom, like, she came back, she, like, told me, like, what they, and I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? These people are just trying to take advantage of oh, you. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. from that moment on, I was like, all right, <coughs> maybe we should, like, get into this to try and, like, show people what's good. Because all these people are very, une- the majority of the smokers were very uneducated. You know, it's I can like, only imagine. Yeah, I right? kind of, whenever I heard, like, I was like, oh, there's going to be a bunch of people that just are, are talking out their ass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, and I worked at a dispensary too for a while. And you like walk, you get that one customer who walks in and just like thinks they know everything. And you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever you say, bud. 
Yeah, but, uh, man, that would that would be frustrating. I mean, it's just different out here in Cali because it's been entrenched, especially here in the Bay Area. It's been like entrenched in the culture long before it was even legal. You know, like a lot right. of the technology and growing techniques and strains came from like right here where I'm at. For and sure. so like it it is a little different, like the public has just like a more general knowledge base to work with. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but what I, I got to experience the ugly side of what you're talking about. And I'll just go ahead and say it and put them mm -hmm. on blast because South Park already blasted them. But I don't know if you saw the South Park episode where they clown MedMen. Do you remember yep. that one? Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. I actually worked for MedMen. And okay. I swear to God, everything in the South Park episode was true, bro. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, in um, <laughs> what I mean by the ugly side is how you said they upsold your mom. Like, when you're getting trained at MedMen, they're like, so we're viewing this as retail, not as like a dispensary. Like we're a retail store that retails mm -hmm. cannabis. And like they pretty much coach you to like upsell. And it was it was the same yep. as like when I worked at like finish line back in the day. Like you want socks with this? You want, you know what right. I'm saying? Like it was, yeah. yeah. And, and so that is kind of the uglier side of it, right? Just trying mm -hmm. to squeeze the customer for every right. last little penny instead of getting them what they probably actually need or right. want or, or, or whatever. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's that, that money, money in general. It kind of, kind of ruins a lot of things, doesn't it? Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> overall, I mean, you got to be in favor of, you know, like uh, a legal market as opposed to the black market days. I mean, for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that especially goes back to just like criminal justice reform. Like yeah. there's so many people who are, locked up in jail for nonviolent drug offenses, predominantly <laughs> African-American men and Latino men. It's like, and then, yeah. and then you look at, actually, it's another interesting thing. You look at like, who is, who's the, who are the groups of people who actually hold the most money in this industry? And it's a bunch of white people. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. that's kind of weird. One one group of people is totally like facing the brunt of all of the criminal justice nonsense. And then you have, looky here all the white guys are taking all the money yeah man like, i mean well. and, and, and unfortunately it's one of those things like we've seen this story before right like like you know they say like i don't know it just it seems par for the course unfortunately in this country um but yeah i know that so it, it it's one of those things where like the grass is always greener on the other side right like whenever you leave it living in a non-legal state you, it's always like uh you know, like, oh, shit, if this shit was legal, all our problems would go away. But then, I mean, right. you quickly learn that, like, it just creates new problems, you know Absolutely. what I mean? And, but I still, like I said, I, I, I'll still favor it any day. Um, mm -hmm. Like, like it keeps the prices down because you're not paying for, like, sketch factor. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I remember back in Oklahoma, back like, when we were in high school, I mean, an ounce of some good bud was probably, I mean, Almost, close to 400 bucks. Yes, yeah, of, of some sure. fire. And, yeah, and contrary oh, yeah. to popular belief, you could get fire back then. Yes, you, if you could. Knew the right people, but you were gonna pay for it. And um, and, and but now, I mean, what's the ounce of of good quality medical weed going for down there now? So it's kind of it's kind of interesting because you have, mm. depending on where this dispenser is located, is totally gonna just alter the price points. Like you have the dispensers, you know, in like Norman, Oklahoma, you got like one in Brookhaven Village, like across the street from Brookhaven Village. It has like a drive-through, and, and it's that's like, like the hoity-toity side. Right, of you're like you like drive. You go through the drive-through, you see like all the soccer moms and shit yeah, like buying yeah. their weed, it's like a like, Chick-fil-A drive-through. Like is this Starbucks? Yeah. Like, but like I would say like certain depending on location, like ounces can still be up in the three hundreds, which is yeah. 
kind of nuts in my opinion i wouldn't personally spend that much on an ounce but uh yeah yeah you can it still gets up there and then then you'll see you know you'll see deals of like hundred dollar zips but like when you get there like anything that low in the oklahoma market is is pretty much boof though yeah, like in all yeah. reality it's like garbage yeah. or like some outdoor popcorn like it's nothing yeah, yeah nothing, nothing to, to write, write home, home about, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly sure, right? exactly exactly yeah, I mean, honestly, bro, people like I think people like overestimate or underestimate the Cali prices, too, because like like I remember when I first moved out here, you know, all the homies like hitting you up like, oh, shit, you got the, the plug for the low. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, I'm like, not really, dog. I mean, I can get I got the quality, but yeah. as far as like wanting like some crazy prices, like not really like it's because the market's been so like here for so long now, it's like really steady. Like, mm -hmm. like, like it's not. Like, I'm kind of glad, too, because, like, if it gets so cheap, like, I don't know, like, it's just... It needs it's bad to for maintain. business at that point, Yeah, right? and, and then it'd feel like the quality would go down. Like, there needs to be... There, there's, like, a perfect, like, make or break line, but and some mm -hmm. people go over that, but it can't mm -hmm. get too cheap or else it fucks up the market. But, um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, out here in Cali, like, if you go to the dispensary, like, a nice dispensary, kind of like you said, yeah, I mean, you could easily find a $300 ounce still. Yep. And, um. And it, and, it, and it won't even be necessarily as far as you think it would be for a $300 Cali like dispensary ounce. But like, unfortunately, to get a lot of the real, really good, good, good shit out here, it only comes in like a jarred eights. So like mm -hmm. you can't even buy bulk and like that shit gets expensive as fuck. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about 60 to $70 before the 33% tax rate. And I That's mean, and nuts, I, it's actually. so nuts, bro. Like I worked at MedMen. It's kind of like a rich dispensary. It's not, and, and like, uh, we would have people in come in cause like the recreational limit here is like one ounce of flour a day. And mm -hmm. so, uh, people would buy like eight $70 eights to get their ounce and it would come out to like 700 and something dollars. That's fucking nuts. It's that, so nuts. You yeah, can I, never catch me spending that much money on. Oh my god. Me neither. But I mean, they're like you know probably like tech millionaires and shit. Right. Like, they don't fucking For care. Sure. Like, they don't drop care. in the market. But or like 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 NFL players. I won't say no teams or names, but uh, like uh like uh I whenever the Green Bay Packers were playing the 49ers last year, a bunch of Green Bay Packers players came in. I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't gonna get, but uh but it was Hell cool. Yeah. It, it was cool. You know what I mean? But uh. That's yeah. that, dude. Those damn players should be able to smoke weed. It makes no sense to me. It's not yeah. a performance enhancing. If anything, it's fucking up your lungs a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and especially all those motherfuckers smoking backwoods and shit. Yeah, right, <laughs> dude. I, man, Bro, smell uh, that tobacco. But but yeah, I mean, I, I, and that's part of the fun of podcast is kind of getting on tangents and shit. So, but I'm kind of bringing it back full circle. So like, it went. In 2018, right, is whenever it went medical, right? And that's when mm -hmm. you started your company. Yeah. And um, so here, um, like how – you and you were into photography before cannabis legalization, correct? Yes. Yeah, it was actually like – so I went to school for like a, like visual communications. So it was like it was mainly in graphic design, but also in photo – I took photography and like all that stuff. So like – my entire like background of like my life, everyone in my family is artists, which is kind of like where it's led me to like down this creative path. Like my grandma, my great aunt, awesome, my aunt, man. my mom, like my great grandma was like the first, like uh, she was the first uh, sales. It's like the first marketing and design firm owned by a woman in Oklahoma back in like wow. the, in the 1900s some point. But yeah, so like there's art's yep. always been a thing in my life. So I've kind of, that's where I've been. But yeah, I was always interested in photography. Never really was like 
I, I had like some equipment like in the beginning. So when it all started, like we go, we can go back to like 2018 mom got ripped off from some, some stuff. And I was like, okay, we need to like show people what's up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I, I, I had I ended up like I didn't even have my own camera at that point in time. I was like borrowing her old ass like oh, wow. Canon, and we were me and uh, Sam Nicholson and uh, Foster Hair. Okay. Uh, we were Shout we were yeah. I hit up the homies because like I, I wanted some homies to do it with me. They both had their cards, so I was like, all right, well, let's get <laughs> it going. And so we would go in the beginning. We would just go to just we'd call up dispensers and be like, yo, we have a platform. We'll come in. We'll take some free photos. We'll throw you up on our social media and see what's up. Like just because we like your product, we like your store. Let's like let's educate. So like all of it was very pro bono for like the first year of just like going around educating people on like what are some good shops what are some good strains like this can help with that that type of stuff okay with my old canon and then <laughs> i ended up taking like like a, hi a hiatus a pretty big hiatus from that company and uh from my from my job that or my company that i created and worked for a dispensary for about a year and then in all reality it was like it was a great experience i met a lot of cool people uh dispensary the dispensary i worked for wasn't my favorite the, the people but like it is what it is and yeah, so yeah. Uh, then covid struck like i was in a weird position where like i uh had just recently like my lease had ended in november of 2019 so last year and i was in the middle of like moving in with a buddy up in the city okay. who i was working with but okay. then like certain things <coughs> happened covid happened so i ended up not moving in with my buddy so i like got stuck in this situation where now i'm like at my mom's house still like just trying to like during covid because i also that that job i was my mom's an at-risk patient so like i was like okay i'm not i'm sorry but i'm not gonna like put her at risk yeah. just to work at a dispensary right now for this pay like it's just not really worth it like i, I was I, I, I was faced with the same decision bro i was working at medmen when COVID hit and mm -hmm. like and like especially at first when nobody understood social distancing or anything yep. I, I i was like i'm pretty much shaking like 300 people's hands a day like this is not a great idea right so like i went home before even the lockdowns like two weeks i was like i'm using my vacation my sick pay i mm -hmm. ain't working right now i'm gonna ride this out and see how it plays out I, yeah like, that was like march 18th like that was like way early in the game mm -hmm. i was like man i don't know about this so i totally relate and i'm not even vulnerable i'm actually super healthy but i still i was just like I yeah don't know i mean shit with the the knowledge you know we just don't know enough like especially it, it's not, back it's then not we didn't have any idea right right exactly and so yeah so just like you know keeping family safe and i like had already had like a i've been doing like freelance work already for my graphic design and stuff so i was like working for a nonprofit and doing <laughs> all that stuff so i still had like an income so it wasn't like a big too big of a deal and then so covid struck and i was like all right well, my buddy who was also part of this kind of hit me up and he had just recently spent a lot of money on like a new camera equipment oh, okay. like so like to even shoot these shots <laughs> like on our page like we so like breakdown we do i do all all types of cannabis photography but our like specialty is macro ultra macro photography so like we're doing shots on like five to ten times magnification so like you're able to actually see like individual trichomes yeah and so yes. yeah it's which is so really gorgeous. fucking it's cool yeah, go check out can, his Instagram at uh, the Medicated Okies. Yeah, the right? Medicated Okies. Yeah, yeah. Check and, your Instagram and, out. And yeah, you can sure. just see like individual little trichomes. For those that don't know what a trichome is, like when you see like a frosty nug, the like mm -hmm. individual pieces of frost is like what's referred to yeah. as the trichome. And he yeah. can zoom so far in that you see like a little mushroom. It's it's mm -hmm. so trippy and beautiful. But yeah, it's, it's, no, no, you're totally fine. No, it's 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 weird. Like you look at it and that that microscope, like that lens and you're like, this is almost looks like a different world. 
but yeah so the trichome is, is like the the psychoactive <laughs> part of the cannabis so that's yeah. where your your thc and your terpenes are located in all the trichomes on the on the cannabis plant so where the magic happens where the, exactly where the magic happens it's cool though you you start looking at all these different strains with the macro photography and you start to see like which cannabis strains like have stronger genetics just by like the fact of their like stalks being thicker or their domes being like larger wow. or just like the makeup of the flower itself but so yeah so we take a lot of like up close photography do all that goodness um educate people <coughs> we're soon to launch a website here pretty soon we're gonna oh, yeah. maybe we're gonna we're thinking about some merch doing all that good stuff uh oh, we've yeah. recently been signing some contracts to work with some customers so that's been blowing up actually a lot lately but oh, covid yeah. covid was kind of like the thing that set it off like like i was saying my buddy he invested in a bunch of camera equipment and then hit me up because he had kind of he had already been like working with me kind of earlier in the in the process of this company but like I said, we both, everyone kind of took a hiatus. Um, and he started getting back into it during COVID because he was, he had free time on his hands and uh, he was possibly some job situation. I wasn't sure what the future was holding. So he's like, okay, well, maybe yeah. I should just take this into my own hands and do what I need to do. Yeah. And so yeah. he got all this dope equipment and he was like, yo, man, I'm going to start, I was going to start up an Instagram, but I know we still have this, like, you still have this platform and you still have, you know, almost 3K followers. Like dope. we could just, let's just get in back on it. And I was like, all right, dude, let's do it. And so he, you know, he started taking the macros and it like inspired me even more. I was like, yeah, I mean, I can do like wide angle shots, but then I was like, all right, I need to get in on this equipment too. So I luckily like had some money saved up and spent a bunch of money on like what is called like a camera slider. So like, it's like this thing that essentially I'll attach my camera to it, like on a tripod and it's, um, you can like set it up lengthwise, like long wise or like forward. And it's, uh, like a little rail. So I control it with my phone, so I'll attach my camera to it. Oh, wow. I'll put a cord, I'll put like a, a, a shutter cable into my camera. And then it's so on my phone, I can like control movement of the camera by like less than like 0 0.01 centimeter. So like wow. I can, so I can make it move closer or further by just like the tiniest, tiniest macro, like micro movements. So that's what allows me to actually get those images because each one of those images we're posting is actually a composite of like, possibly 300 images in one oh, every wow, single image really? yeah every single image we're posting that is those macros are macro stacks so it's like a process where i'll set up the camera i'll set like a, a field of view so maybe like a two two centimeters like that's it only scoot up two centimeters wow. but it will change the focus because like when you're mac when you have this lens a macro lens it's the the focal point is like a nanometer like a nano so it's like very 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 tiny it does not get much of the flower in focus at all so you have to take like hundreds of photos at different like links of closeness to the to the plant itself and so then so like it's so it's such a fucking cool con it's so cool like yeah, i no, control it really all with cool. my I'm phone i like put blown. i put it on like a time lapse and i like you can't be in the same room with the while it's taking the photos because even me like stepping on the floor or like barely touching like the table will completely wobble. Like it all lose focus. It'll shake. So like I have to set it up. I like set the laps and I like leave my room like completely. Wow. I like leave for like 10 minutes, let the photos take and then I'll process them on my computer. But wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy process, but it's That's a lot cool, of man. fun. It's a lot of fun. And in the Oklahoma market, there's really nobody doing it. That's another thing. Like there's no, you see like this type of photography, you'll see it in like, California, Colorado. Yeah, in, I mean, honestly, bro, Nevada, like, but... most of the dispensaries I go to have shitty ass pictures. Like, and I go to like good dispensaries, even out here in the Bay Area. Like, they ain't touching nothing like that. Like, like most of them have like a shitty like picture of like kind of like an eight together, and then right. like 
a, a shitty picture of like a nug that like the backgrounds have been like photoshopped out of. Right. And, totally. And, and, and I and these are pretty legit like California mm-hmm. dispensaries, and they just like yeah no like even. Yeah, even at Medman, which is a big, huge brand mm-hmm. and, and, and all kind of, you know, fancy or whatever. And even their pictures, I mean, they were a little better, but not not nothing right. close to your shit. So, yeah, man, like I think I think what you're doing is pretty special, like even regardless of just in Oklahoma, man, like I think you would even be successful out here doing that, man. Yeah, that's what we're kind of hoping for that, like the way that legalization pans out that maybe, you know, when it keeps going, we move into another state and keep going from that. But yeah, yeah. In all reality, it's like the whole situation. It's just, it's such a, it's such an interesting, like, I don't know. You go, uh, you're talking about like, like the way that the other dispensaries, like a lot of these places don't have good photos. It's like, everyone is so like visual. I don't understand how, why people don't put more like play into that. Like, I guess maybe that's just because I've been surrounded by artists my entire life that I think like that. But like, uh, I'm like, me personally like i'm attracted to pretty pictures like i'm attracted like those are the things that like gain my attention but yeah. like when someone's putting some like un unfocused like picture of some flower yeah. it's like am i even supposed to be like is this supposed to be good like i can't even tell I yeah think, I or, feel like marketing is like very important visual like or I sometimes i swear they just be having like a random like google image of just like right? some nug. like oh, how do i know sure. that this nug? like i don't know for that could be sure. anything like the shit in this jar don't really look like that like i don't know I no, feel you're you, totally man. right. You're totally I feel right, you, man. That shit, that shit is suspect for sure, man. And, and it's like, funny. There's, there's actually a dispensary called Tegrity in Oklahoma. Like, that's a hilarious. legit. They're, dude, they're like, it's really. I'm kind of surprised how they haven't gotten in trouble for that name, but it's like Tegrity Market, like hundred percent. I think South Park is just like we're not gonna throw a stone in that glass house as far as like going after people for copyright. Like we've broken <laughs> yeah. every copyright and fucking. Right. Hopefully. And I could see them being cool about that shit, but uh, there was a there was an oh no you go ahead you go ahead oh man um I I mean nothing that important but like how I just wanted to kind of touch on something else that's gonna essentially you can expect to eventually happen out there is that because you said there's like a dispensary on every block completely unregulated I, mm-hmm. what what happened out here like at least in San Jose and a lot of the like Bay Area cities is um like they're relegated to um. Like, you know, there's like cities have zoning, like this is a residential zoning or a yeah. condu- commercial zoning or industrial zoning. Sure. Like they're, they're regulated. They have to be in industrial zones. Interesting. So like, like you, it, and that's not everywhere. Like in Berkeley, like in Berkeley, mm-hmm. like where Cal Berkeley is, like it's like they're right on the strip, like campus corner, like there's dispensaries like on the main strip. But like here mm-hmm. in San Jose, all the dispensaries have to be like in industrial areas of the city. So it's like by like big, like, fucking like i don't know like scrap yards and shit it's kind of random but it's like breweries and like dispensaries have to be in like these industrial like parts of the city so it, it wouldn't shock me to see that happen maybe eventually maybe not though like certain states don't take that approach but uh mm-hmm. but yeah man that that's pretty wild um so like it sounds to me that like just it, looking at it on a macro level, just kind mm-hmm. of zooming out a little bit, just on the whole, like medical cannabis has been really good for the state of Oklahoma, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, there's a uh, there's tons. I mean, when I I mean, you have a lot of 
tax revenue. Now, do yeah. I know what the Oklahoma legislature <laughs> state, like what they're doing with it? I mean, there's, it's supposed to go to education. Do I, I don't know if that's actually happening or not, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's definitely a lot of like patients who are getting like tons of help. My mom, yeah. for example, but like when I was working at the dispensary, we had like we had tons of people who, you know, were regulars who would come in specifically for like gummies or edibles because they had knee problems or like, or like, someone couldn't they were they had cancer and they like needed something to help stimulate their appetite make their day a little bit easier like reduce pain like all there are so many patients that have like legitimately gained like like a better have a better life because of cannabis and it's crazy to me that there's such a gnarly stigma i mean it makes sense okay yeah i guess it makes sense with our older parents generation and like what whatever all that goodness but like it's so helpful for people. And I think it was interesting. I kind of had this, we have this idea of like the way that the shift is going to move from cannabis. Like once it's the stigma is kind of reduced and once it's fully legalized, I think that we'll see a lot less uh, like smoker smokers, like just stoners. I think you'll see a lot more people who are like actually like into it for the medical benefits. I think that like so many people are turned off by it just because of like negative stigma like illegality, like all that shit. Yeah. That once it's like people can see that like, oh, wait, I don't have to take these opiates. Oh, wait, I don't need this medication. I don't need this so I can just holistically medicate with like cannabis. And I think that that will totally change like a big perspective. I think there's like a large awakening in general when it comes to like pharmaceutical industry. You know, so many people are steering away from that, yeah. right? Like it's corrupt as fuck. Like they're yeah. trying to get you on pills addicted or like it's like they only they only address the like the symptoms but they don't address the cause like that's like the whole like whole marketing scheme there it's like it makes sense i mean money like it totally makes sense but there's a huge place for and and there's that huge awakening especially with like our generation of like the pharmaceutical industry is a bunch of bullshit like maybe i mean there's definitely a place like don't get me wrong like like Holy there's certain shit. things like like, so, like antibiotics like, and, yeah, and, 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 and i mean there are people who need antidepressants like literally need antidepressants like there's stuff that like absolutely is like there's a need for it but is there an over prescription problem is there an over medicating problem absolutely and, and nobody holding these guys accountable problem right? and like an oversight problem like in mm-hmm. states like florida where it kind of went way too far now they're reeling it back in and there's more oversight but mm-hmm. a lot of these states that didn't quite get to that tipping point where like fbi came in fucking like it it's still yeah no like they'll they'll prescribe you goddamn anything like i I, like i rarely go to the doctor but when i do i literally be telling them like nah like i'm I'm good on that yeah like i I don't need like i broke my hand i don't need like a fucking opiate like i don't right that's that's, and that's an interesting like they like they hand out opiates for some reason they like hand them out it's like oh you have this pain problem here's an opiate even if like an opiate doesn't necessarily like what is that like it turns off receptors in your brain like isn't that i don't i'm not sure if that's the exact like chemical i know that certain like it either it turns i'm not okay whatever i'm not really I sure mean, but it, uh it, 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 honestly bro like i mean I, this is going to be like the bro science like definition of it man they fuck you up right like to me sure. like what's the difference between the cowboys used to drink whiskey like they just because you want to get fucked up and you can't feel that shit bro like, right, like one right. time i I hyperextended my elbow like I'm playing football in college, and I took an oxy, like, a, that I, like for what I thought was like legit purposes, 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this thing just has me fucked up. Like, right. Like, I mean, You're like, like, I don't remember. I don't even think about any of this other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it just fucks you up, which is like, I don't know, man. And like, and then going on like the stoner stigma, like, I, I'll kind of speak up for the stoner stigma. And like, obviously, there are people that are like unmotivated and like classical lazy stoners. But I think a lot of people that maybe get lumped into that category. And I'm not saying you're calling me. I'm just talking about the broader conversation. Yeah, no, yeah, here. for sure, for sure. Like for sure. Uh, the like the man, because like a lot of people would call me like a classical stoner, right? Like I'm not medical. Like I'm healthy. Like I, but people have no idea just like how much it just helps me get through the day. It's like, right. and, and I just feel like that can't be like like to me that's kind of medical too, mm-hmm. because like. I would be detrimental to myself and, and potentially others without it. And and, and some people hear that and, and think it's like a crackhead or like cigarette, like, oh, you get angry without it. Like, no, like, 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 man, like my reactions to shit is just like, it, it gives me like that buffer that I mm-hmm. need. And, and like I said, now, is that medically diagnosable? Like maybe some people might call that anxiety or, or, or whatever the fuck, but I'm just saying, like, you don't necessarily have to, like, have a word put on it to just necessarily help you have a more, you know, successful mm-hmm. and, and help and he- healthy life. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I know so many people, like, and it's, it's kind of like an old school stoner cliche, but, like, somebody's walking by, they're all pissed off, or you have a miserable ass boss who hates his life, and everybody's just like, Jesus, that guy could use a joint, right? But, right. Like, it, it keeps us from becoming those fucking horrible people that we hate. I totally like, I agree. I swear to God, like, I would be a crabby, grouchy, fucking negative, complaining ass motherfucker without weed. Like, and I'll admit that, but. Like, I don't know, just like those, we've all met those miserable ass fucking tight ass people that are just like, Jesus Christ. Smoke a J. Yeah, you're just too stressed out. Like, my God. No, I I for sure agree. I think that also, I think we'll find that a lot of people smoke weed. They think that they're smoking it just because they enjoy it. But in reality, they are like medicating in some form or fashion, like without even knowing it. But absolutely. I think that's totally. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's one of the big reasons I use is anxiety, stress, stuff like that. I think it's totally altered my entire worldview. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, maybe this is, and I think you're totally right. It goes back to like that, that idea of like the stoner. I think that that's just, it's totally independent on the individual, in my opinion. I maybe, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it does exacerbate certain qualities of people. I mean, that probably is true to an extent, but the, the, the lazy stoner is not, is not a thing. Like, that's just not, that's not yeah. reality like that person was most likely lazy before they started smoking weed anyways like well, yeah somebody's know, a piece of shit and they happen to smoke weed it's like like that the weed yeah. is what makes it's like apple is like chicken in the egg like like you were definitely a piece of shit long before you started smoking right weed. Like, like i don't know you, you never did shit before you started smoking weed what do you mean it's no different now like yeah, yeah and, no, and then I, I there's some people that it's just like, right, like I ain't going nowhere in life. Like I'm kind of whatever, maybe my decisions, maybe mm-hmm. circumstances, I find myself here in this shitty position. Mm-hmm. I might as well be high for it. Like, right, like, like might as well I, smoke a joint. Like. Yeah, like, and I kind of, like, I, I, that's not the worst thing in the world either, man. But, uh, man, so, you, so you've been, you've been to Colorado, I know, plenty mm-hmm. of times. And mm-hmm. have you ever been out here to Cali? I have been to Cali. I haven't been to Cali. Like I went, I, I visited Cali. I think probably I think it came in 2013 or 2014. Okay, I think it was 2000. So and it wasn't it was, wreck. Yet. It wasn't wreck. No, and and the, when I went, I was with my my ex girlfriend, and uh, 
she wasn't as crazy about smoking. So it wasn't like I went out of my way at that yeah. point to go like, cause I was like, yeah, it's not really that big of a deal, but no, I would be much more interested now, especially yeah. with where I'm in this industry to just kind of see what's good. But, yeah. Kind of compare. That's what I was going to mm-hmm. kind of ask you. So I guess I'll just frame it like versus Colorado. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like how is the quality like compared to Colorado? And, and I know that's a kind of a hard question to answer. Cause like you said, some dispensaries are going to have better. Some brands mm-hmm. are going to have better, but like, 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 just say, let's just call it like you, you buy a $45 eighth, like not, not top shelf, but not bottom shelf. I like say you buy like a $45 eighth in Oklahoma versus like a $45 eighth in Colorado. Like how's, how's that quality going to match up? So, so like it's, it, it, I'd say pretty close in all reality. If you're looking at, if you're going to the right growers, like yeah. that, that's like super important. You're, you're keeping in mind like the proper, the right growers and the right processors. But like, when it comes to like top quality, they're, they're right on par. Absolutely yeah. right on par. There's like cultivars out here that are like, there's some flower and stuff that I've seen that like blows the fucking socks off of the shit I've seen in Colorado. Like there's oh. definitely, there's, I mean, there's, but then again, I think that that also comes from the fact that a lot of these people who are like killing it probably had some outside person come in and yeah, teach them from the one of those states probably yeah, yeah and taught them what to do or maybe they've already been maybe they were okies but they lived in colorado and grew for some company for so long so yeah. no, i, I mean you. i i would say though dude definitely quality is up there there's like That's uh, awesome that makes me happy to hear dude yeah absolutely there there's every single level of of whether it be like concentrate flower like any of that shit it's all there's if you if you know who to shop for like you know who to look for you're 100 percent gonna get like good shit for yeah, sure well, and out here it's the flip side bro like there's a lot of companies that strictly get by on that name like like oh humboldt county this like like almost every fucking jar is Humboldt County outdoor, right. Humboldt County. Like, and like, and, like and all the like, cookie shit and there's like yeah, burners, like, like, all this does, crap. And... That doesn't make it good, dog. Like, mm-hmm. just because like, like, man, I'll be real. The cookie shit is, is legit. I've never seen no bullshit from cookies, mm-hmm. but it's expensive as dick. Like, it's like 70 and 8th pre-tax. Yeah, it's that so hype it, beast. It's that, yeah, it's that... exactly. It's that hype beast. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. Man, some of, some of the, the best, um, the best, growers out here is um i think it's called ember valley ember valley is a super high end um man a lot of it's slip connected cannabis has some really nice stuff and i like them i like brands that make their own strains too like like i don't need like you're like another sour diesel homie like 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 like, i don't know like or like and and i don't know let me ask you this is the um is there like a in style like kind of terp trend out here? Like like right now, like out here, I mean, and it's probably like this out there too. It's just like dessert ridden. Like every menu under the strains, it's sherbet, mm-hmm. it's gelato, it's cookies, it's yep. it's ice cream cake. It's like the, mm-hmm. the dessert terps are just like overwhelming out here. Yes. Is it the same way out there? I, w- I would definitely say so. Those is like dessert, something about the like the cookies and like all those like strains that there's tons like I have like I have like ice cream candy, ice cream cake, I have purple gelato, like I have all these shit yeah. like right yeah, next. Like yeah. all this shit's like very, very mm-hmm. like fruit, pink sugar cookies. Like, yeah, like it's all a lot of it's fruity, but in reality i'm all about i like the gassy terps like i'm yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm it's yeah, hard to some, find them so i appreciate mm-hmm. them whenever i get them right yeah. like i have some gmo right now this like gmo mac 5 this hybrid it's so it's just fucking smells like a skunk's butthole like it's just like <laughs> Hell yeah. it's so good though it's yeah great. man i uh 
I, I, yeah. So like, same with you. I've been just having dessert terps just one after the other for mm -hmm. like a six months, like straight. And then my, my concentrate plug got some amnesia haze okay. and it was so just delicious and hazy and just so different just on the palate than everything I, and, and it was just, it was so nice, a nice change of pace. I love the dessert touch. Like I really did. I feel like more so in flour than concentrates, like, like some good cookies flour with that real cookies flavor mm -hmm. I'm down with. Um, but like, yeah, my concentrates, I kind of like more of like a citrusy concentrate. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah like man, that, that I'm a fan of the citrusy and stuff like that limonene linen and then you get that like terpenaline is like there's some strains that like high are you very like versed in like certain like terpenes and shit you know what i'm versed in like i know about terpenes and what they do but as mm -hmm. far as like remembering which one of them long ass right. words is which yeah, one i'll no, be real i'll be mixing it up but uh, i feel you i feel you but but yeah that's one thing that's probably the, the biggest thing i took out of like my time working at a dispensary was actually learning like kind of the x's and o's of cannabis like i thought i knew a lot and i turned out i didn't know shit you know what i mean right? <laughs> i knew that like street level shit i didn't know like the actual you know, like you said, the terpenes and all the different, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I still can't say this word right, but like cannabinoids and like, uh, <laughs> you pretty, I mean, that, yeah. And like, uh, and just like how different ones now on y'all's, on y'all's shit out there, does it have like total THC and total cannabinoids on the, on the label? Or does it so differentiate? It's not, it's two? not required to have the cannabinoids on there. It's definitely, it's required for the THC. I think that that's like actually the only thing that they require to be on the label. But like some places go above and beyond and will put like terpenes and shit and stuff like that, which I like really like. If if you are a dispensary who's putting like the grower and terpenes on your packaging, you're yeah. already ten times better than the majority of every dispensary in the state because that that's like that's the thing for me. Like when I would tell patients, I'd be like, Hey, y'all need to like get a journal. Like get a journal grab grab a couple of grams of like each of these different strands must suggest you for different things and then write down like what was best for you tell and then write down like what the flag that the flavor was or like what it was or we can cross-examine and tell you what terpenes were the most prominent so we can actually like pinpoint what's really helping you because like the more i smoke like the more i smoke and the more i'm understanding terpenes and stuff like that like there are definitely terpene profiles that like give me like hardcore anxiety like there's certain strains and it's like not just jack like, shit? dude jack is actually not bad at oh all really jack okay. is not bad for me it's a i don't know i don't know exactly which terpene like specifically i mean it's probably myrcene to an extent yeah. because that like reduces like your blood barrier and allows more thc to get into your system so i mean that probably has a play in it but I don't, I don't, I'm not. Jack to sure. me can be like a little racy. Like Jack I mean, is definitely it, a racy strain. Yeah. It's funny the the like Jack hair, like the guy who made the strain actually produced that strain specifically because he was smoking sativas and they were giving him heart palpitations. So he wanted, he wanted oh, wow. an energetic strain. Like he wanted an energizing strain, like a, a normal, I mean, I say sativa, but in reality, that's probably just the terpenes that give you the energizing stuff. But like he wanted an energizing strain that wouldn't give him heart palpitations, so he bred Jack Hare without mercine in it. Oh, so like wow. that's like specifically doesn't have that one terpene that like is very like it. And if your Jack has that, then that's kind of a weird cut because it shouldn't actually have mercine in it. That's but the, yeah, it's it's a weird stuff, and it's funny. Like once you start to get like certain strains and you start to see them frequently enough, you'll start to be like just like won't even need to look at it. You can just smell it and be like, all right, 
this oh, is yeah. exactly that. And if this is, it, oh, you're telling me this is Jack and it smells like this? No, don't think yeah, so. I don't know what the strange. fuck this is. Like Jack, Jack, I can smell. Girl Scout cookies, I can identify by smell. Um, I used to be able to do Blue Dream back when it was more like prevalent, but it's mm-hmm. not as like prevalent anymore. So it's it's been a while. But yeah, Jack Herrera and Girl Scout cookies, do not try to fake me on that because I can I can smell that a mile away. Right. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I used to, like, when I was younger, I was, like, pure sativa. Like, every time I would get my, try to get my hands on a sativa, I would. And, mm-hmm. like, I think it just came from this, like, childish fear of, like, getting smoked out and going to sleep. You know what I mean? But uh, right. whenever, the older <laughs> I get, I, 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 I really learned to just really starting to dive into these indica hybrids and these indicas. You usually, man, you usually get... And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is bro science, but I found that like the indica hybrids and the indicas tend to a look a little prettier and b taste a little better. Like now, whether or not that high for you is for you, that can be up for debate. But I feel mm-hmm. like some of the deeper flavors are gonna be in the indicas because I remember people would always come in the dispensary and be like, "I want like some really flavorful stuff, but I mm-hmm. want it to be a sativa." I'm like, "Well, I mean, sativa is probably gonna taste like Jack or citrus, like one of those mm-hmm. two things." So it's like, yeah, it is definitely more citrusy. Sativas are definitely at least those energetic, racy sativas. Are. I think that, that I think that that goes hand in hand with like energetic strains in general. I think it's like high in that like citrusy like because you like I always compare it to essential oils. Like this is my major comparison is like essential oils you have like drivers and then you have like things that are like relaxers. So you have like lavender. Like people use yeah, lavender to yeah, help yeah, sleep. Right. And lavender like linenol, linalool, lin- I don't know even how to pronounce it. No, properly, that, but you're that's right. that's, that's like one of the that's main found prom- in some indica yeah, strains. and it's and it's it's common in indica strains, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you have like like you have like citrus like lemon, like lemongrass or like stuff like that, which is like limonene and stuff like that, which is they give those for like energizing and essential oil stuff. So like when you're like waking up, you're like putting in the limonene shit. Cause it's like, yeah, oh, totally. up in, but so like, I kind of, I reference it. I kind of like associate those to a similar to a degree. Yeah. No, and it, makes... it's when I first learned about that, that blew my mind. Cause it's like the same exact shit that's in the orange that makes that orange smell like an orange. That's the same exact <laughs> right? shit that's in that citrus smelling weed. Like it's the same, like, like, so like, I don't know. When I was younger, I just didn't understand that. Like, oh, like how how does this smell like citrus or how does this smell like 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 whatever? Right. It's, and it's like literally your your brain isn't like lying to you. It smells citrus. Like it actually For sure. does. Like it's it, it that's trippy. Whenever to first learn about that. Um, it's but man, a- after hearing me kind of talk about some of like the downsides of of recreational, what happened out here in California, the the strict regulations, the high taxes, the um, you know um, do 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 you are you at all interested in recreational out there, or do you think you want to keep it medical, or like like if Cooper was you know governor of Oklahoma, what how would you lean on that? Like okay, so if in all reality, I mean I I think it should be rec all over the country just because like. I mean, if we're going to keep it on a medical only thing, then I still think we'd probably still prosecute people for having cannabis, right? Like if they don't have a medical card, wouldn't they be still like get in trouble? So that's kind of, but also no, I know I, it's funny. Oklahoma's like, they've tried to put rec on the ballot somewhat recently and it's just not, it's like no one, it's not getting traction at all. And I think it's because of exactly what you're saying when they compare it to California and they're like, whoa, this is not what we or want. Even- and in like worst case scenarios, Illinois, bro. Have you heard about Illinois? They have a hundred percent tax rate. Like you, dude. You go that's buy a sixty dollar eight. It's a hundred and twenty dollars out the door. 
Yeah, and Michigan is a fucking absurd tax rate too. Like yeah, all this so, thing. It, so but, that's the door you open up with yeah, Brett. That and, that's and like, that is the door. That's that's fucked. That is fucked to an extent. But like in all reality, if we go back to the concept of like, I mean, it is it is like a substance. It is maybe not necessarily. It we don't we don't have full science. We can't necessarily say that it's good for you. Like yeah, I mean, no, I we like have we have ex, we have anecdotal evidence clearly yeah. that it helps a lot of people. So in reality, I'm sure it does. But like, there's not that evidence there yet. So it's almost like. But man, think, I'll, I'll take you a step further, just to be devil's advocate here. Just yeah. kind of, I don't know, just how my brain works. Like yeah, why is that the standard? Like like it's like Big Macs aren't like. Mm-hmm. healthy for you like like you are for sure or anything like you know what i'm saying like like mm-hmm. when why is this system of it has to be good for you or medicine arbitrarily applied to cannabis like that's valid like, like you know what i'm saying like twinkies aren't regulated totally. or you right, know what I'm right. saying? like it's, yeah well shit you go to some states they actually have like a soda tax don't they i think there's like places in like new it's like i don't know well, if out here in cali there's soda a, taxes there's like a kind of like a squirrely one where it's not, it's called a CRV tax, which you're actually taxed on the individual bottle it's in. Not oh, really? necessarily what's inside of it, but what, what's sold in single serving things, soda. And, and so it mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of like. Play, yeah, uh, I see, I see, yeah. no, I see exactly. I see that comparison. I but, think uh, the, I the think only that, reason, oh no, you go, go, go. I'm oh, sorry, man. I was just about to say, and a lot of my like old heads, like a lot of like people that have been around for a minute and seen this whole process play out here in Cali, a lot of them say that the real answer here is neither. It's option C, it's decriminalizing, decriminalizing it, which, which some people fail to un- understand the difference. Um, it, it, when something's decriminalized, it, it, um, it, and this seed, but this comes with the regulation issues. It becomes essentially like unregulated and like, mm-hmm. you just don't get, it's like, it's like growing corn or like right. haven't ha- or any other. Hell shit. Just, growing corn probably is more regulated. Honestly. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's murky. Cause like on one hand, as far as like avoiding the taxes and just kind of keeping the government out of it and, 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 and like keeping a lot, another argument for decriminalization over, federal rec is um a lot of people theorize that once it goes federally rec there's like going to be these mega corporations like budweiser and marlboro mm-hmm. and shit that like yeah it, it, that's and, a big and then, fear and that's yeah, that's a big fear that's a big fear mm-hmm. of like federal legalization is that at that point mm-hmm. like you know you're buying like filtered cigarette like joints at walmart right. of like right. god knows what or i don't right. know I, so I think that, that that like I think that that legislation can still be done properly. Like you look at actually like the Sanders campaign when they were pushing for the 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 legalization of cannabis and mm-hmm. their plan for how they were going to do it was like completely not, it was like not allow company like Fortune 500 companies or like certain people to even become involved in the whole situation. Like it, it forbidden those companies and like those individuals and those groups from even investing into the market itself so it's like there's ways to go about it it just depends on who's writing the bill like that's so important like unfortunately like if it's someone who's money hungry then for sure we're gonna see but like you know like these big corporations get into the cannabis industry but if it's like somebody who's like actually passing legislation for the good of the fucking country then we could it could totally be worded and, and yeah. done properly to keep these scumbags out of it. Absolutely. But that's so difficult in our political climate, even with Democrat or Everybody Republican talks, leadership. Right? 
like both sides of the party are very in, intertwined with 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 lobbyists private yeah. insurance private private interests shit like yeah. that so i mean it's like it's so dependent on the individual but back to the idea of i i think rec rec is super important i think it it should be recreation i also like i i, I think taxes are like like really fucking important i don't know like i think now do i think that maybe the tax rate should be as high i don't necessarily know i don't i don't have enough information to like have an input on that but i know for sure if we go wreck there still needs to be a medical market like it there yeah, has yeah. to be a medical market yeah because that's how it is out here in Cali. right it's there both. has to be there has to be people who are looking for actual like patient help that should be able to afford their medicine without gnarly taxes like if you really need that you have a medical card you should not be taxed like that you should yeah, not probably yeah. even be taxed at all in all reality but but the rec market i think it, it should be taxed i but i think it should go rec and i think we should tax it because i mean shit dude the revenue i mean we look at our states we look at we look at oklahoma for example our our economic shortfall is huge like we yeah. we are in major debt we have like our our education system is utterly garbage like I we try don't to tax... describe it to people out here right. and they think i'm like lying like they right think it's like... Like, it sounds like a grandpa story i'm like no nope, i'm only 26 like... like that that you come you see oklahoma as an example and like the tax revenue from cannabis could literally fund teachers like it yeah. could pay teachers a better wage like there's so many great things that could be drawn from this yeah. but it's just dependent on our leaders actually doing what they need to do and that's like that's that's where it gets gray because yeah, like these people are gray. not necessarily fucking they don't have our best interest in mind especially not in oklahoma i can promise you that yeah yeah man it's man so i so, saw this is going to kind of be a little bit off topic but i think it'll be an interesting thing to talk about mm -hmm. with you uh just because man so you know i came from from oklahoma and and as everybody knows oklahoma is pretty much like a red state as one of them as red about as you can get and right, it was uh, called for trump at zero percent literally wow <laughs> like what <laughs> wow that's crazy uh but so and then so out there in, in in oklahoma i was considered like this like essentially like radical lefty hippie and uh but it's crazy now that I've moved out here to the Bay Area, which is one of the most liberal places in the world. I feel like out here, I'm one of the more like right wing people. Like You're more for, moderate for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's just, and, and, and honestly, I, I'd have it no other way because that lets me know that I'm like essentially kind of not being influenced or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking for myself. Like, if, mm -hmm. but, but I don't know. I just thought that was like an interesting dynamic. Like, I went from out there, like, being i thought i was so damn liberal and mm -hmm. then i move out here and i'm like jesus christ am i right Republican? like i know i'm obviously not but like right, compared but I to some saying. of these people yeah, you no, know I what i'm you. saying like yeah like i, I would I mean? consider myself a pretty heavy leftist i'm a fucking really big leftist but it's funny i, mean, I, I would some... be i would love to see you though bro like and, and like i'm not like i just like i'm actually saying like, like it's a social experiment if you lived out here like i live in downtown san jose right now with like homeless encampments at the end of my block and like right. a lot and and i would love to see you live here for you know what i'm saying a while and, and mm -hmm. wonder if you would still like kind of right. like harbor a lot of those beliefs because i mm -hmm. that's what happened to me i i moved out here and i was like so like empathetic with everything and then you realize like oh shit like some problems can't be solved with like kindness or you know what i mean and i i don't know it's kind no, of you're totally me, right 
it's it's made me reevaluate. But yeah, oh, it's just no. interesting. No, I see exactly. I mean, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it's it's hard, and also like I mean, you lose a little faith in the system when you see everything like this. Like it's like you go and like you're talking about homeless populations. Like we look at like the budget of like this. This is like Los Angeles County or something. Like their like budget in general. Like they play they, their police department, and this also goes. This just goes back to this is kind of off topic kind of that that like average city budgets like the police departments almost garner 60 percent of a budget in every single city across the entire country yeah. so like we're consistently putting all of our like money in like in los angeles county it's like billion it's like a billion dollars like the police budget like it's something fucking nuts yeah. and then you look at the amount of money that they put towards like homeless people or like like health like mental health and shit like that and it's yeah, literally yeah. like a tenth like not even it's like a 20th yeah. of the percentage and then it's like it's 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 demoralizing <laughs> to an extent because you're like the fuck can i even do about this because my even the people who we put in power so-called have these people's interests in heart aren't doing what they're supposed to do anyways yeah and, and i think that's what like makes people lose faith in like the democratic party is because like, for sure it's, like, it's so idealistic and so like you know, like utopia, like all the shit that comes out of their mouth is like gumdrops and roses. And then like, like I live here in San Jose or even worse, you go up to San Francisco or you go down to LA and it's a, literally a nightmare, bro. Like, like I know Fox news and shit be trying to like overhype how bad it is, but like, I swear to God, it's really that bad, bro. Like, like, mm -hmm. like right now in like San Francisco and I consider myself like probably tougher than your average dude. Like, I'm not walking down in San Francisco at night by myself right now without a right. gun. Right, like, right. Like, there's no, not a chance in hell. It was bad before the pandemic, bro. Like, I, yeah. I'd, I'd have to, like, scare off homeless people. I had, like, a homeless dude try to get in our car and shit. Like, it's bad. Like, it's bad mm -hmm. up there. So it's like you hear these Democratic politicians, like, with all these idealistic fucking know-it-all mm -hmm. answers. Like, oh, you have the, all the answers. And then you look, and it's like, where the fuck right. why is this shit working now? Right. Like, it, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's an exhausted talking point that's probably overused by the right, but just haven't experienced it firsthand. It's like, mm -hmm. that's like the one thing when they start talking about that, I'm like, God damn it. You kind of have a point there. Like, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm a literal registered independent for a reason. Like I am not a Democrat or Republican. Now, do I tend to vote Democrat <laughs> most of the time? I mean, yeah. yeah and, but and I'm too, not bro. either of them. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I lean heavily left, but I just, I, I refuse to, like, get in bed with them just because I see some of the hypocrisy. and. Just... Oh, dude, so much hypocrisy. Absolutely. Yeah, they stand on a moral high ground, but yet, like, pass legislation that does not... And I say this, like, in general, there are definitely... There... I'm be pretty frank here. I don't think there are any good Republicans in all in when it comes to politicians, not people. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm not going to generalize for a no, population. But the no. actual the people... people who are literally in power, like <laughs> the politician Republicans. There's not a single one of them who has our best interests at heart, unless you're a fucking millionaire and you're white. Like these are the only two things that no, come into play that. here. And I mean, there's a ton of Democrats who are just like that. But at least there are some Democrats who actually care. No, yeah, like there are sure. some. Like, like I, 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 I think Bernie would have actually gave a shit. Like, like. Mm -hmm. in, oh, in, for in, sure, Bernie definitely. I'm, I'm with you. Like all those young, like, and these are more reasons why. I, don't, I mean, we're not. This is totally off tangent, but I love, I love politics in general. So these conversations. I know, I know you did. That's why I wanted to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, so know, politics there, is no wonderful. Topic, um, whatever, you're my topic, bro. You're my guest. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, uh, yeah, this but, is a lot uh, of fun, bro. Dude, uh, yeah, I think you, you go back to um the fucking 
the the Democratic Party itself, like, I, I mean, I was a registered Democrat for a very long time. And then we have 2016 happen. And I was a I was a Hillary supporter before <coughs> I learned about the Sanders campaign. Mm. And then I was like, okay. And I would say in 2016 was a big awakening moment for a lot of people who were paying attention to democratic, the democratic policy and like this, the system was occurring because you had ex blatant disenfranchisement from the democratic party by the DNC to push that Bernie was not a good candidate. Like there were yeah. times that there was stuff like the leak. The I people mean, were overwhelmingly behind Bernie. Right. Like, and and then you have, you have, you have like stuff like that damn email leak the WikiLeaks stuff, which was, I mean, maybe it was Russian, like maybe the Russians did leak it, whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's, it's irrelevant. The fact is, is that they were fucking over their own democratic parties to push a candidate who is a corporate politician because it best yeah. interests their lobbyists and their money. Totally. And then they have like ideas of like, they were going to skew like Bernie is like, uh, an anti-Semite, even though he's like Jewish yeah, and stuff like Jewish that. Like, fuck. what the <laughs> fuck are they do Like, they're just blatantly terrible in that regard. And then, so then it was like, okay, Democratic Party's clearly really fucked up. Now, did I still, I still voted for Hillary, but whatever. But it's not like I agree with their platform. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. It was kind of a, that was a difficult choice. A lot so, of people uh, Just like make. this election yeah, is a yeah, different, it was yeah. a difficult choice for people. Definitely. And then, I mean, we could argue whatever, but it, it the the whole idea though like then you look at like modern day the democratic party you look at like the young guns like the young candidates who are actually like leftists who are like really pushing for like you know medicare for all like the green new deal like ending ending our endless wars over the you yeah. know reducing prison population like all these great things are getting shit on by the democrats the like the whole like the, the establishment the, the establishment democrats like you have like like aoc ilhan omar rashida talib cory bush like all of these spectacular like really progressive forward-thinking people who are fucking smart like dude aoc is a fucking that she's so smart dude you I watch know, those yeah, it, when she like she sits up there in congress and like literally like just shits on them like they like try and pull points and she's like she like intimidates the fuck out of them because she's a she's not a white man and she like actually knows what she's talking about yeah man, it, it's funny you, you know how you know she knows her shit is because every time you hear a republican talk shit on aoc it's never about her policy it's never about it's like personal. really anything she said yeah they'll be like oh yeah she's a young dumb bitch you know just don't say right? something just like just like oh yeah fucking bartender ha, ha, ha. like, like right? it's never about like anything she's actually said or done i feel right. i've never heard like no you're somebody totally... quote her and then be like this is a stupid thing that she said everybody's always just like yeah fuck her and right. just like exactly yeah. and then yeah. and then you have the democratic party like nancy pelosi like sitting there like shitting on them like all these young democrats they're they're their ideas are blah blah it's like nancy She's the worst man nancy She's the get worst. out of here i can't say nancy pelosi either like I, I, I think nancy pelosi's probably more responsible for more people voting republican than any trump campaign <laughs> I, commercial i like that ass I support I like like gave money to her candidate who was running against her even though he didn't win. But. Yeah, yeah, just cuz like like I'm telling you if you've been to San Francisco like those commercials and shit that like I swear it's so true like if you like in if any other city, right? In Norman, if you're walking on the sidewalk and you see some shit on the ground, you would bet every dollar in your pocket that that's dog shit, right? Right. Like like in San Francisco, dog I'm betting every dollar in my pocket that it's human shit. Like, it's more <laughs> likely to be human shit than dog shit. 
Like it, and then like yeah. like legit, like there's just like needles everywhere. Like Damn, that's those, just that's so just bad, sucks. Man. That sucks. It, that just shows a blatant. That just tells me that the the community and the people who are in charge are just not. They don't they don't fucking care. They just aren't yeah. doing what they need to do. Like it's just. That's just, that's so unfortunate, dude. That's yeah, so unfortunate yeah. that these people are just, why are these people in power? How do these people even get these positions? Well, like, they get them like 40 fucking years ago when the United <laughs> States population was literally like half of what it is now. Yeah, and, and a bunch like, of racists still. At yeah, that, like, and, and segregated, just, like it was just built in like already. Like, Yeah, man. And then one last, not- kind of one last little question for you, kind of on this similar kind of train, similar topic. Mm-hmm. And, and is, is this going too far? Is this something you like? Portland's decriminalization of all drugs, and like including hard drugs. What's your thoughts on that? I'm all for it, dude. I think it's yeah. a great idea. I think it's a fucking wonderful idea. You look yeah. at country. You look at a country like Portugal, who has decriminalized all drugs, and they make it so like people who have like heroin addictions, meth addictions, they go and shoot up at like at like actual like places overseen by doctors and like physicians and shit like that. I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen in Oregon, but that idea, like if they can push towards that concept, because drug people who do drugs aren't criminals, man. Like that's just like straightforward. You do drugs doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means maybe you're in a rough spot. Maybe there's just so many variables, but to draw the line that like, just cause you've done drugs means that you need to be in jail or like you need to be prosecuted as a criminal is, is just stupid. Like it just yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. And, and I think cost money instead cost of money. Yeah. Absolutely. We lock them up. We spend taxpayer money. And then in all reality, I think that this, like, there's a lot of things that prohibition is also like enticing to people. Like people see things that are illegal and are kind of like, I kind of want to try that. Like, because especially like, kids, especially yeah. kids. I remember being young and like, it just felt so damn cool to be doing something you weren't supposed to be doing. Right. And like, like, totally. like, it's, I think it, that that yeah, I think yeah, that, that has a, a big. Allure. I think that has a big has a big. I mean, you, what, when cannabis went legal, like wreck in Colorado, you saw like the re- reduction of youth smoking weed. In fact, like less kids smoked weed when it was yeah. actually legal. Yeah, and I think that no. that has something to play with it. But I th- yeah, dude, legalize all drugs, dude. Honestly, like <laughs> decriminalize them, yeah, and decriminalize. and then give give the people who are using them the abilities and like what they need to to get better like and apparently yeah. what they're doing it's almost like a whole cycle thing to where the medical the or the the weed tax money like they used it to build new rehab centers for these people and then and then like uh whenever these people get caught with these small amounts they of go drugs, to the rehab they centers, go to right? the rehab centers and i think they have to pay like a 100 dollar fine which just continues the whole cycle that's uh, so it, it, it much makes so much though. more sense yeah it makes so much more sense yeah and, like, crazy i don't i don't know why we treat drug offenders as criminals like they're just they're well, people got, just like i'll say that like there's a like if there's a venn diagram right of like people who use drugs and people who commit crimes like like there's a fairly big overlap there in the middle like we can't you're totally ignore right. that like you're totally be, right and, and, and so but i feel you there's people that exist over here outside of that middle overlap who get lumped in with that middle mm-hmm. overlap? Well, and shit, it's it's also like a it's a vicious cycle because a lot of these people who are you know do criminal stuff is because they're broke as fuck. Yeah, they have like to they've pay already for the drug. they've they or they or they need to like pay for their fucking child or some shit. Like, there's so many situations where like people turn to crime because they need to survive. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that's like no, I, I I totally agree with you though. I think yeah, those go yeah. hand in hand. Absolutely, yeah, I think it, it a can. lot of. It, it can yes it absolutely can. Yeah. it can that's a better and, a good way of putting it, it 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I don't know, it it, it has to be done across the border, or else because what happened in Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz, um, which is like a little beach town about an hour south of me, um, Santa mm-hmm. Cruz, California. They didn't like legalize it, but like they kind of did what you were talking about in Portugal, where they they have like shoot up tents and clean needle disposal sites and all that mm-hmm. shit, like because it was becoming a really big problem there. Mm-hmm. And so like, but then what happened is like every scumbag heroin addict within like a fucking hundred mile radius, like all moved there because they knew it was like chill. <laughs> right. And, and, and now like. This once quaint little beach town might as well be like downtown San Francisco. Like, it's, interesting point. Yeah, That's so valid. it needs so, to be widespread then, so exactly. we don't just have one so, specific community being. Yeah, like a, a, it becomes like a choke point. Like, if mm-hmm. there's like a like I don't know, like it, it just like a, a beacon, like a mm-hmm. light with the moths. Just that right makes perfect a, sense. No, I totally agree. I, yeah, man, like, I just, you, you can't just ign- like ignore these downsides. Like that's what I'm saying. Like 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 when I feel like when I hear people talk about these issues, it's always just the upsides and not the downsides. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like those shits really do be going like hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But I, I do still feel like there's more of like a, a like a, a better happy medium, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that it sucks though. It's like a lot of these downsides that occur, like don't even have to happen. They just happen because we have shitty people in power. Like a lot of these like ideals that like, like certain people want to push, like totally are like, a great idea and could happen it's just you have all these other people holding it back from occurring so it's like it's such a fucking such a catch-22 in certain sense situations and and bro i mean i also think it's just like human nature too because it's like have you ever had like a room of like 12 homies right like back in the day like whatever college days or whatever and you guys are trying to decide like what bar to go to or whatever everybody's pre-gaming like what i'm getting at is have you ever tried to get like 12 people to agree on something it, it, it's almost impossible even in a right. small setting so mm-hmm. then you like you know extrapolate that over millions of people or over hundreds of millions of people and it's just like it's it's, it's always gonna be impossible to get everybody pulling on the same rope in the same direction like it's, right totally it, it, i totally it, agree yeah, well it, but... you know and, and maybe maybe not though you know maybe we actually do have like it goes and then this is kind of I, I like I agree with your point. I'm just like throwing out a yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like you give a like you give examples of like like uh, like you know maybe we don't agree as much. But there are certain things that like it just in this election cycle, like here a couple of days ago, you have you have policy that was like strictly like very progressive, but was supported by both sides. When it comes to like Florida, for example, past fifteen dollar minimum wage, then Absolutely. you have like. You have like Montana, you have a bunch of really red states passing recreational and medical cannabis. You have like states passing parental, like parent, like leave, paid parental leave and stuff like that in certain states. So there was a lot of, like in Arizona, for example, the most, and Florida, Florida, the most voted on thing was not a presidential candidate. It was the $15 an hour. More people voted for $15 an hour than they did Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Because Because that shit actually like matters. Right. right? Like that's going to. it, and it's funny though because that's some for some reasons that's why is that a leftist idea I, I don't know fucking republicans don't want to pay people i don't know what it is but like yeah. that was supported strongly by republicans you go to arizona the most the most voted thing recreational cannabis the number one thing that was voted more than joe biden and donald trump 
more people voted for recreational cannabis. This is another, I guess, it tur- sure I guess it flipped blue, but I mean, in reality, it's a more conservative state in reality. I imagine it was like that when Oklahoma voted on cannabis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where a mostly Republican voters that were voting yeah. on it. And people like, overwhelmingly voted for it. And, and yeah, yeah and, and even like uh, in June, in Oklahoma, they voted for a Medicare expansion, which is like wow. goes against all conservative belief and all reality. But like, uh, yeah, it, it, there's I think policy that that's kind of and it's funny because those states that ended up flipping for like doing well for Joe Biden, even if they had like an overwhelming conservative, like they did, they had better turnout because of let like uh, progressive legislation. Like more people were inclined to go vote in Florida. They voted for Trump, but because of the $15 an hour, more people yeah. were inclined to vote in Arizona because of medical cannabis or recreational cannabis. More people what? were inclined to vote in Colorado because of paid parental leave. Like there are these, these, these policies bring in people too to vote. And, and, I think- and it does give me hope in a way. Cause like, it, it gives me hope that there are these concepts of like the quote unquote greater good mm-hmm. that, that supersede party lines and tribalism and polarization and, mm-hmm. and, because sometimes I'll be thinking, like, that shit is too entrenched, like, no progress right. can be made. But but when you're telling me these things of, like, there's there's these common grounds of just mm-hmm. these base level, they seem really simple, but, like, that's a starting point, right? To like, Absolutely. Yeah, towards, like, and it sounds like a cheesy politician thing to say, but, like, healing the nation. But, like, those, those, those fucking fundamental little agreed-upon cross-party points need to be the foundation of something like absolutely no i think you're totally right and i think i think that's what they're seeing they're noticing too is is that uh progressive policy is popular amongst right and left people because everyone knows that they need to make more money people want want affordable health care people want to be able to go to school for affordable like these are things that everyone wants whether you be a conservative or a liberal so it's like I, i think yeah i think it's only a matter of time until these transcend party lines i think that this is just like these are like the last last few years last i, I think i you know I'm, I'm being very optimistic i want to just say that uh, optimistically i think that things will change as our generation gets more into power i think that yeah. i mean and uh, it growing up it is right like it yeah, kind of already, like already watching it happen mm-hmm. oh it totally is just and a I mean, slow process you think i mean we were we were we grew up with completely diverse like i mean hell like i i, we, I went to school with with you, for example, when yeah, our parents yeah. didn't go to school with anyone who was like other than white, like we yeah. are all like we are exposed to more cultures, yeah, we're exposed yeah. to more s- stories, like everything that happens that like that's gonna make us even if you're a little still more conservative, like it still pu- pulls you left because once you're exposed to other cultures, you don't fear that, and I think that's like the main thing is fear is such a driving factor in all these people's yeah. beliefs is like they're just controlled by fear. It's like the unknown. Like, I don't and, understand and this so culture, easy. so I'm scared of it. Well, and kind of, like, on that, like, social dilemma type tip, like, uh, advertisers and people have, like, hacked the human brain to be able to capitalize on fear. Like, there's, like, fear, hunger. There's these, like, primal, like, caveman part of our brain that, that, that like, social media and things play to mm-hmm. and prey upon mm-hmm. that that – it's really like sinister, bro. Like, like, cause I, it, it, on, on face value, it seems like kind of just like, Oh, this is just one of those things that happens. Right. But then right. whenever you learn about how, like they've like, it's very intentional and people are spending millions of dollars on essentially fear, like, like trying right. to like, it's between social media campaigns and like, and then don't even get me started on like the Russian social media shit. And like, right. uh, it, it's, 
it's it's like a billion dollar industry is fear probably more than that probably a trillion dollar industry is fear and making you afraid like every like mm-hmm. just between media traditional media and then all the other like, i don't know it's it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not random like i don't know i no, feel like not. most people just think that like uh, they don't spend time thinking about why they just see like oh this is what it is and it's just like it's it's intentional like it's not just like oh some stroke of luck with like we're in this i don't know like everybody mm-hmm. like you have a conversation with anybody that you haven't talked to in a while and they're just like well a phrase you're almost guaranteed to hear is like oh this climate in 2020 like right like, but like this climate like people act like it's just like a stroke of luck or coincidence like i feel like this climate was like actively created oh absolutely yeah absolutely and i i i want to i i don't know for sure but i mean it kind of this this may be a hot take i i want to i would say we that like a lot spicy of, takes over here. i i think that like in all reality a lot of this has to do with russian involvement in all actuality i think yeah. that like you have a blatant uh, campaign i mean Dude, Vladimir Putin is was the fucking like the leader of the KGB. Like yeah. this man is a literal like spy. Like Russia yeah. is their spy game. Like that is what they do. They misinform and they come in and fuck you up from the inside. Like this is literally what they do. No, you want to? You want oh. me to? Put, I'll put on my tinfoil hat real quick and, and go with you. Uh, so like. I'm here in Silicon Valley, right? Like the tech capital of the world. Like you drive a few miles away, like every app in your phone has a building like here where I am, right. like legit. And uh, so, and you know what else has a huge population of here? What? Russians. Russia, there's so many Russians in the Bay Area, so many. Like, like and, and I'm, I'm not saying every single Russian in the Bay Area is a, a, like a spy or whatever, but I'm just saying like, there's so many, like, I never met so many Russian people in my lifetime. And obviously in Oklahoma, there's not a big Russian population. But, no. like, I don't know. If, if we're putting on the tinfoil hat, you know what I'm saying? Like, it play, it makes a lot of sense. As there's a lot of weird shit. Boats on the ground here. Like, every single tech company's here. And, like, there is a massive Russian population in the Bay Area. That's interesting. I had no idea in all reality. But, yeah, I think that that's a big missing. I think that they just, like, that's, that's you start from within and you create polarization and you create, get this country start hating itself or not like hating each other, not itself. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like a huge, like that's, that's so beneficial to them that it, I don't know. And also, I mean, yeah. Trump is just a, he, that was his base. He had to, he played to his base, which was divisive and like hateful rhetoric and racism and, and whatnot. It just, it just was. And that it fuels the fire, makes I- people, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. I I think an important thing to note here, like especially, you know, from like a minority's perspective, though, is that that base existed for him to play to. I think a lot of modern day leftists and, and things like act like this was like a new thing that he like like a new thing that happened since Trump was in office. And like, I just want to like use my platform and my voice to kind of counter that narrative. Yeah, because that's like, not true. Right. right. Like, if, if those people didn't, they weren't born the day Donald Trump went into office. Like, they right. existed. Like, right. like, like, so, like, while he did play to it, mm-hmm. there was a very large thing for him to play to. Like, oh, like, absolutely. like, you know what I right. mean? No, so I just for sure. To like, it, no, I totally, that. I totally agree. I think, I think what it, what it did is it emboldened that group of people. It allowed yeah. them to be, like, it allowed that behavior to be more socially acceptable. So like yeah, more people out of themselves. Certain circles. Absolutely. And yeah. and then and it's funny because you talk about that. We look at 
we hear a lot of word like for example in like florida where people are the democratic party for example is putting a lot of blame on a specific block of party voters which is the latino and cuban voters which is just wow okay trump got a little bit more support in 2020 right and and so a little bit more latino voters voted for trump but well, like everybody that's knows not cubans that's, are republicans that's like a wide known like fact that's well, like fidel castro and all that gone good yeah, nonsense yeah. and all that stuff you're right yeah like, but, like uh, jorge masvidal all the ufc fighter you know is like he's a cuban he's like there's a lot of reactionary Trump. politics in uh in that area um but yeah, yeah. the the but the, the fact that we single in on like the Latino vote is is racist in its own view we, because like what seventy percent of white women vote for Donald Trump like the majority of college educated white men vote for Donald Trump the majority of college educated white women vote for Donald Trump like what are you guys talking about maybe we should be criticizing <laughs> the well, white people you know what it reminds me of bro and it's kind of funny but it's also like I swear it's like plays hand in hand with this is the other day I think it was like. Chelsea Handler said like 50 cents not black if he votes for Trump and it's just like like bitch who the fuck are you to tell a black man 50 yeah at that like that's like I, Joe Biden saying that shit too on fucking yeah, the goddamn on the breakfast club that's Dude, a narrative that's that, losing that's a lot of huge. black people from the left like black people hate that shit like and I don't blame any person for disliking that because I'm a white man and I thought that that was fucking like, disgusting I'm like fuck, god what yeah. the fuck is this dude doing? that's the thing the Democratic Party like there, there's this whole wow Donald Trump gained support well in yeah he did but it's because you campaign on the idea of like there was no legis donald trump their campaign was willing to sit out there and just say bullshit like just <laughs> say whatever the fuck they want and and no one hold them accountable and that's really easy to go out and say like i gave more jobs to black people than any other president <laughs> in history you know like that's the shit he would say and yeah. it's just like okay None of this is necessarily true at all, but there's nobody sitting here or no, not even the Biden campaign is even willing to acknowledge this talking point and make, and make you eat your words. So like you have this whole population of people who well, they, this, they were like, oh, we got Kamala. Like why? Like that's a wrap. Dude, like we and, got like. And Kamala's fucking awful. Oh my! I'm no, sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Hot take, maybe, but I no, don't no, like Kamala I, I'm, at all. I'm not on it either. And that, I, I think that that was once again just a major pander. The Democratic Party is great so at too. performance politics. This is when what we she, do. When she fucking walked out in the Tims, I was like, "Is this a Chappelle show skit Dude, right now?" Is this I didn't even Peele? know she did that. Yeah, no, there was like a famous like it went viral. She like got no. off of like a little private jet wearing like they weren't like full on Tim. They were Timberland brand, but they were like a little like. Like a soccer mom no. version of a Tim. And, and, and I was just like, is this literally like Key and Peel right now? Like, this is a Key and Peel skit. It has to be. I have, was, I have my it, phone it was, on Do Not Disturb, hilarious. but I just it got really a was hilarious, but I just got a call. I don't know how I'm on Do Not Disturb, no, no, but no, it's you're still fine, call. bro. No, that, that shit uh, happens, but uh but, but yeah, uh, I was just, that was funny, man. Come, yeah, no, it's like it shows how blatantly like out of touch even the Democrats are with their own party. Like we're we're protesting Black Lives Matter all across the country for police brutality, and then we elect a prosecutor out of California as the VP who and made like her, mo yeah, who made multiple her examples of her like off of imprisoning black people for nonviolent drug offenses. She literally yeah. made her career off of that. She she yeah, sat man, there she and did. and and she even argued points of overcrowded prisons she didn't want to allow people to leave the overcrowded prisons because it would reduce the labor force for the companies who are using prison labor 
are you fucked? Oh that's God. so disgusting. Like, I don't know how people like, and it's funny because you have all the, I call it all the neoliberals. Like the neoliberals are just like the liberals who are, they're like, they're just as dumb as Republicans in my opinion. Like, it's like, they're, they're just, they just follow, they just follow yeah. whatever blue or red. Like you're just, you don't even know what you're talking about. You still support corporate politicians who push forth policies that will not benefit you in any form or regard, but because they claim to have the moral high ground and support, social justice issues that somehow yeah. makes them better but in reality they don't even pass legislation to help that in the first place yeah. so they're, they're really no better at all but then it's like everyone all the neolibs are like applauding all the all the white people dude it's all these white people are like oh kamala harris yes 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 it's like i th don't get me wrong we definitely did like the point the place that she like what she symbolizes is fucking awesome okay first female vp first African-American, uh, I don't know her other, I don't know her full, it's just like, it's, it's whatever, I'm not really, yeah. and so, like, that's awesome what she symbolized, fucking progress, absolutely, but then we look at what she represents, and that's where the problem is, it's like, she wasn't even gonna win her state in the presidential election, she was, she was in fourth place, behind Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Pete Boutier, Pete Boudier was doing better in her own home state. She's not yeah, even popular was, in California. She was selected as as speak for her skin and her genitals. Like, like I'm sorry. Like, that's no, I, what I, it I, is. I, I really, was, I agree and, with that. I do. It sucks. And like, but... and like how she even got, she like fucked her way up. She was fucking like the mayor of San Francisco, and he bought I her feel, those kids. That's I have like no idea. Thing. No, I, I do. Like, I've, that's I've, the thing. Like, that's how she gained like power in San Francisco was by like banging the mayor and having him buy like I think while he was married and then he like bought her some tits. Like like bro, I'm telling you, there like and I'm not like like she I'm not trying this. to be Alex Jones here, but like I'm just saying <laughs> like like these people try to tell you how fucking, you know, woke and and like uh, you know like that we're the good guys and then they they just they're scumbags too. Yeah. And like uh oh, but yeah totally. man yeah, no, that's that's super interesting, brother. But um, man, you know what? I think we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, man. I really appreciate your time. I wish Absolutely. you much success. Everybody, go follow the medicated okies. Um, thank you. Know, you. Yeah, man, it's those pictures are amazing, brother. And uh, yeah, thank you for your time, your thoughts, the conversation, brother. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank um, you, Dom. Yeah, yeah this sure. will be coming to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all platforms. So go go follow Dreadful Talk Podcast on all those platforms. Go Hell follow yeah. the medicated Okie. And uh, yeah, until next time, brother. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, dude. We'll have to do this again, man. This yeah, yeah. Really Without a doubt. Definitely. All right, dude. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. Have a good day. Yep.